What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay, and with me is one of our co-hosts now, Jeremy Bell, that lovely voice from Western Kentucky. Jeremy, how's it going? Oh, John, it's good. It's uh, very good. Braves are uh, off to a great start. You couldn't ask for any better uh, start, and uh, so it's uh, it, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, we talked about the weather before we started recording, and um, we were talking about how cold it is up in Western Kentucky and how it's going to get cold down here in yeah. Georgia here in a little bit. But one thing that's not cold is the Braves. No, they're not. Uh, you know, um, y- you wondered how this team would be coming in anyway to begin with, just because uh, a few a few changes, not a lot. Um, you know, you had a new catcher. Uh, you were going to probably have – you were going to have a new shortstop. Uh, you know, you were going to have a few tweaks pitching-wise, really, in the bullpen. And so um, – few extra uh, uh you know reserve guys so you just wondered how it would be and uh you know it's turned out to be fabulous um you know they keep clicking uh just like uh just like they have been uh you know last year got off to kind of slow start you know this year off to a quick start and uh so that's that's even better but but right now i mean you couldn't have asked for a better start yeah i know we lost the game last sunday which we'll talk about but uh, you know, other than that, it has been scoring runs, scoring runs, scoring runs. And uh, you know me, I'm not a Cardinal fan. And anytime you can go sweep the series in St. Louis, which <laughs> the last time that they got swept in St. Louis, uh, last time the Cardinals were swept in St. Louis was by the Braves. Uh, so anytime you can go and do that, uh, I'm uh, I'm all for it. I saw Eric Chumbler was up there. Him and his family were up there. Yeah, there's. Yeah. There was a lot of people there, um, and uh, you know it was. Uh, it, obviously, it was not opening weekend for the Cardinals, but I do know of, of many people that went uh, for opening weekend, and and uh, you know it's it's a hop, skip, and a jump from here. I, look, I, I I say that I don't like the Cardinals. You know, going to a game there is not bad at all. The fans there are great, uh, mm-hmm. regardless of who you come in rooting for. Uh, very, um, you know, very nice. Uh, you know, no, no problems whatsoever. And I've been to many games there and, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. Uh, I just like to go where I'm in the majority, uh, not mm-hmm. in the minority. And so, although there seemed to be a lot of Braves fans uh, that were there uh, over the like course it. of the three days. Okay. What's hotter Turner field when back in the day or uh, Bush stadium in the summer? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's hot. I'm assuming we're talking about the weather. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's hot both. Um, you know, you talk about the dog days of summer, uh, and it can get as, as humid as ever uh, here and in Bush Stadium. Uh, but I, I, I still think, the, you know, down south, uh, including here, including at Turner Field uh, back in the day, was probably hotter. I got you. Yeah. Um, so we let's go ahead and get this the one loss out of the way. Was it a bad loss? But um, the then the Braves ended up winning the opening uh, series with the Nationals. They won the series two games to one. Um, yeah. 
we talk about the first game, they won the first game. And then the second game, um, Spencer Schrader was on the mound and he won. Uh, I believe it was 7-2, to two, if I'm not mistaken. 7-1. 7-1, okay. Yes, um, and I don't think – I think he didn't allow a run, didn't he? Um, yeah, hold on. I'll pull that up. Um, no, they got their last – they got their one run in the ninth inning. Uh, That's what so, I thought. Uh, yeah, he um, he pitched six innings, struck out nine, um, and then the bullpen uh, finished up. Uh, Kirby Yates is the one that gave up the one the one run. But, yeah. Do you know what his uh, pitch count was in that game? Uh, Spencer's? Yes. I do not. Uh, I'm pretty sure if I remember going back, uh, he was up there. Um, he was up there in the 80s or 90s, if I remember. Because I know last, um, or I know I'm jumping ahead to last night. Yeah. I know last night his, he was five innings or 101 pitches against. Uh, yeah, yeah. Diego, well, so. yeah. You know, I, I think the difference, uh, some differences, and you know, um, he was pitching along quite well, if I remember correctly, on the Saturday game. Um, he was pitching along quite well. Um, and did come out in the sixth. You know, you're going to see guys coming out a little bit earlier maybe than what they would have in the early part of the season just because you want to make sure their arms are ready to go. Um, Definitely. You know, things like that. So, you know, guys might be uh, up to 70, 80, you know, in the sixth or seventh inning. They may be coming out just to give the bullpen a chance. So, uh, but he was – he. I don't think he threw a huge amount of pitches. Uh, I think they just got him out just because it was the right time to do it. So, uh, you know, now you mentioned uh, Thursday night against the Padres. Uh, he came out because he hit the 100 mark. Uh, mm-hmm. So, right in the fifth. And it was a little bit more of a struggle last night, or Thursday night, I should say, than what it was uh, against the Nationals. But, uh, boy, that's two totally different teams you're pitching against. Yeah. Uh, the Padres and the Nationals. Uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're, top of that order is a gauntlet much like the full order for the Braves is kind of that gauntlet so just a little bit different but any, either way he still uh you know he still looked good out on the mound and and to have that guy the home opener was was good Thursday night uh but uh, but no he looked good he looked good Saturday and then um Sunday on um opening day for Jared Schuster or uh, uh sorry uh Jared Schuster's First ever start, yeah. His uh, debut is what I was trying to say. I get my words mixed up here, so I guess. Um, he, you know, he allowed four runs, but you know, after he allowed those three or four runs, he didn't allow anything. No, I think what got him in trouble was the first inning. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he allowed those four runs in the first inning. Uh, he did walk five guys. You know, it had to be a little bit of nerves. Oh yeah. You know, uh, just a little bit. Uh, you know, the Nationals were looking to not be swept uh, mm-hmm. right off the bat. Um, but I did think he settled down. Uh, now, he didn't go five. Uh, he only went four and two-thirds. He almost got five innings out of him. But mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't think he pitched too, too, too bad after that first inning. I thought he settled down. He got like five or six in a row after that. Um, and, and I don't know that he – uh, necessitated just turn around and being sent down right after that. Uh, now, no. granted, he's back up because he's being he is, denied. He, uh, right. So, uh, so I, I, you know, but but I don't think that necessitated sending him right down. You know, Tom Glavin made a, a Hall of Fame career out of it, not being able, not being able to score, 
them to keep them from scoring any runs in the first inning. You know, if you look at sure Glavin, yeah, you look at Glavin's ERA in that first inning, it was probably like a nine. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you look at his ERA the rest of the the rest of the innings, and it was a negative numbers probably. So, I mean, that's that's that was just him. He struggled. He tried everything that he could to change up his way. So, um, I hope for the youngster who had a great spring. Uh, I hope he just ran into a, I'm nervous, uh, you know, I got better stuff than that. Uh, and he's going to get a chance tonight. Let's see what he does against the Padres on Friday night because, again, that Padre lineup is very, very good uh, up and down, and, and that can certainly um, make or break careers right there. So uh, he gets another chance, and he's getting another chance by default just because, uh, you know, they, they finally put Max Fried on the injured list. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Wright's not ready to go just yet, although I could have swore that I saw him in the dugout on Thursday night. So he must be getting closer to being ready to go. Uh, I saw where he's making rehab assignments at Gwinnett, I believe. Yeah, which um, I, you know, the, you know the, the distance better than I do. Uh, Gwinnett, not that far from uh, Atlanta, correct? No. Okay. It's like, okay. um, I'm assuming Paducah to Murray. Right, right. And that's what I thought. I, we were in town once, and all of a sudden we pop up in Gwinnett. And I'm like, oh, well, it's not that far. So uh, so anyway, I, I, I think I saw him. So, yeah, he is making some rehab starts, uh, and I suspect uh, we'll be ready to go maybe in the next few weeks. Um, but uh, Schuster's going to get a chance again. And, and um, you know, we talked about those two guys, Schuster and Dodd, and uh, – you know, not jumping ahead again. We're gonna we're gonna have uh, talk about Dylan Dodd and how well he did against the Cardinals. But but for a first game, um, you know, I, I, again got past the first inning and and it looked to me like a uh, little dinks and dunks, you know, for hits. Uh, and the Braves had chances to score runs, more than one mm-hmm. run, and they just couldn't put them across that day. Uh, unusual, but they had chances in those. If I recall, they had chances in those first few innings to put runs on the board because they had runners on uh, mm-hmm. and they would hit a double play or something like that. So uh, it wasn't like they, they didn't have chances to score a run for him. So, um, so we'll see though. He gets another chance to pitch, which is good. But uh, I will. And in, in the, the Braves and uh, Schuster's defense, McKenzie Gore is one of the up and coming pitchers in the in a, in a, in a, sure. MLB. He is a stud. Like, yeah, he, sure. Why the Padres, released him or got rid of him and afraid yeah. I, I, I'll never understand. He was one yeah. of the young up and coming pitchers. So. Right. Well, you know, my stand and, um, you know, it's, it's funny. My wife, when I start yelling at the TV to throw strikes, uh, I didn't do that Thursday night. I didn't yell as much at the TV for throwing strikes, but um, <laughs> I was a little frustrated. I think if you were to ask uh, Jared Schuster what he would want to improve on, it's the five walks he gave up. Mm-hmm. Um, because as, as you well know, if you paid any attention to Thursday night's game, um, that's what got Kirby Yates in trouble, uh, yeah. was he walked the first two guys and then came and did a great job against the next two guys and then ended up, you know, getting a run home on a wild pitch. And then it, the guy ended up getting a hit and got out of the inning. And of course we then ended up coming back and winning the game. So, um, the walks, I would say the five walks that he gave up would be my one stat that he would look at to say, I got to be better because most of those 
will come back to haunt you uh, right. when you walk somebody. Um, so it's, it's just uh, you've got to be able to keep guys off the base. As a pitcher, you've got to be able to, to do your job and either let them put it in play uh, or strike them out or whatever, but don't walk them. That's, that's where right. obviously your pitch count goes sky high. Uh, and so you you need to be able to control that a little bit better and not walk guys. And I think that if you were looking at it, I think that would be my number one stat. And if I'm, um, you know, Rick Kranitz, uh, yeah, uh, pitching coach, I would probably uh, say, look, you gotta you gotta keep people off the base pass. Don't walk them. Don't walk them. So I, I would agree. So overall, in this national series that we're talking about. Um, who would you say stood out to you? Who would be the player of the series? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, I'm always going to look at, um, you know, Ronald had a good series. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, at the top of the order, uh, you can't ask for anything better. Matt Olson had a good series, too. I mean, everybody had mm-hmm. a really good series. But, um, <clears throat> you know, what I'm looking for is for better productivity, um, you know, that top spot. Uh, Ronald's on base, uh, scoring runs, you know, things like that. That's what I want to see. So uh, if I were to, uh, you know, if I were to give it to somebody, uh, it'd be one of those two. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Ronald on base mo- a lot of the time, uh, you know, even had a couple of walks in the game that they lost. So that's good to see, too. But anytime you get him on base, so that's where I would go. I'd have to tend to agree with you on that. Does Ronald seem faster to you? Or is it just yeah. Ben Ingram being Yeah, but but you know, awesome. I think yeah, I think the the key to that has been is he's a lot more comfortable uh on that knee now because he's had an off season to rehab too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's not just uh you know, he missed the first month of the season and, and we weren't I, you know, last year I wasn't asking a whole lot from him uh for the first couple of months. If you ask anybody's had those type knee injuries, mentally that's the biggest thing to get over uh it's repaired everything's good it's just okay what happens if i twitch if i I turn this way or turn this way and all of a sudden i feel a tingle down there is that is that going to be a problem uh Mm -hmm. is it going to be you know hurt again uh you know those are the things same way with pitchers with arms arm trouble you know they they uh twitch it one way or the other and all of a sudden they're thinking oh no i've got problems so mentally i think that may have been the biggest challenge for Ronald last year was to be able to feel comfortable with that, with that knee. And I think um, he's had uh, the whole off season to kind of get stronger, uh, to, to, to rehab a lot more. And, you know, we're, uh, you know, going to be coming up on two years when he did it last. So mm-hmm. uh, you, you hope that uh, he's over that. And he looks like he is over that just in the way that he's able to get down the base pass and uh, the way that he's been hitting the ball, too. Because, that, I mean, that can affect you hitting, too. Uh, you know, because you're not standing up there in the batter's box, and, and you're not, you know, you're, you're turning and, and twisting up in the batter's box, too. So you can just as easily do something to your knee standing up there trying to hit the ball as you can running on the base pass or running to chase down a, a fly ball or a ground ball. So, uh, so you know, he, I think having that, that – um, you know, off season to be able to, to, to train a little bit more. I think that certainly has helped and, and he's come back strong. And of course he got, he played in the world baseball classic that helped too. And, and so, uh, you know, he's, 
he's good and ready to go, that's for sure. Yeah, I I just, you know, I can see the phantom injury. And, you know, I could definitely see that being an issue. But, I, I like I said, yeah. I, I really think he has improved a lot this year. Yeah, well, and, and we still have – we got plenty of backup outfielders. So, if Ronald needs a day off, which I think you 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 will see at times, like we, not as much as we did last year. But if Ronald needs a day off, hey, uh, you know you got Sam Hilliard, uh, you got Kevin Pillar, you've got uh, you know Eddie Rosario, you've got Marcelo Zuni. You know you got enough backup outfielders. Uh, I mean, heck, even Arcia could probably play out there uh, if needed. He has. He has played outfield, so uh, you know you got enough backup outfielders that. If he needs a day off, just to uh, to react. But I don't think you're probably going to see him having a sore knee as much as what he had last year. You know, you can kind of expect it last year, especially just coming off of that injury. So, and they say, uh, you know, with a with a knee injury like that, it's a good year plus. Uh, you know, you're a year anyway on it, and then it's another six months or so after before you really start feeling a whole lot better. Uh, about it so same way with I think Tommy John you know you're a year out from Tommy John anyway to begin with because of the surgery but you know it's usually another six months before you really feel comfortable and really can get in there and uh, you know start throwing like you 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 have been so moving up to St. Louis on Monday evening Bryce Elder was on the mound yeah Um, (laughs) you know it's funny because we were we were laughing. Um, I was. We were laughing about who, and actually, uh, Charlie Morton started Monday. Um, oh, my bad. Yeah, no. Uh, Bryce actually started Wednesday. Um, but Charlie Morton was on. But we laugh at at how interchangeable all the pitching staff is, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so I was, I was talking to a friend. Uh, I've got several friends that are Cardinal fans, and uh, yes, they're still my friends. Um, but um, <laughs> so. I've got several friends and I was like, okay, well, I guess if Max, since they, you know, I think it came out finally that they put Max Freed on the injured list. And I said, I guess if Max is on the injured list, um, you know, it would be somebody other than Schuster's turn to come up in the rotation. Uh, mm-hmm. So I said, I guess they're going to have to bring somebody up. And I didn't think they'd bring Ian Anderson up because he's been terrible uh, at Gwinnett. I, I think so, he's actually on the disabled, the disabled, sorry guys. Uh, yeah, injured, uh, injured list. Yeah. Is, is it the injured yeah. list now? Yeah, injured reserve, something like that. The IR, I think it's IR. I don't know. Why don't they we okay. just call it the disabled list? You know, I mean, the DL. You go That's on the DL. Used to. Yeah, I know. So I think he's um, got elbow issues. Yeah, well, no surprise. But uh, but Bryce Elder, the guy that they – and I said, I guess they're going to have to call up probably Bryce Elder to come up and pitch. and. And uh, that's exactly what they did. So, uh, you know, it's it's good problem to have when you have uh, pitchers. And, hey, let's face it. I mean, Max Fried's on the injured list. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Wright's on the injured list just for uh, because uh, he uh, um, didn't get started spring training until late. Uh, you know, you got – that's two 20-game winners you got on the injured list. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Mike Soroka, who's down there as well, who's – uh, you know, could win 20 games very easily. You got three guys about to come off the injured list. Ian Anderson uh, that, could win 20 games if he. Yeah, I mean, you know, he got three guys coming off the injured list. 
that could that any you ask any team out there and they would take any one of those three yeah. guys on their team to be Definitely. their lead anchor. You know, so I mean, it's it's uh, it's only getting better. And uh, so you know, and, and right now, and again, I, you know, with all, with with the start that they got off to or that they are off to, I don't know if I want to rush Max Free back. And that's just mm. because if you know anything about hamstring, you know, you're a runner, John. Um, so you know anything about hamstrings, and if they get tight, you know that can They're affect finicky. you. Yeah, they are very finicky. You're exactly right. That could affect you all year. Uh, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yes, you go on the injured list. Yes, you cool it off just a bit. Yes, you do whatever. But that can affect you all year. And a pitcher, that can affect you in a, in a large way. So we don't have to rush Max Freed to come back. And we really, if it keeps going like it is, don't have to rush Kyle Wright back. Um, right. As I said before in the past, I want these guys in July, August, and September. That's where I want them. Yep. Uh, and that's what right. I said about Ronald last year. Give me August and September for Ronald. That's where I want them. So uh, I want them to be strong. And if you could have those, if you could have at least those two guys uh, being very strong and those mm-hmm. be your top two guys, much like what used to be last year with Scherzer and DeGrom, uh, you know, those, that's a pretty good one-two punch that, that teams would have to face. And especially going to the postseason, and especially since, you know, you're not playing your division as much. So, right. you know, I, I want them guys, I want them, I want them ready for the postseason. You mean, the, you know, and, and end of the year, August, you know, July, August, September, that's where I want them. I agree with you. Sorry, I, 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 dig, I digress. We were going to talk about the Cardinals, or we are going to talk about winning against the Cardinals, weren't we? Don't, no. we, don't <laughs> we always digress, though? I think that's part of our, yeah, our, our plan here. Yes, it um, is. Well, the Braves ended up beating the Cardinals 8-4. to four. Charlie Morton pitched pretty well, um, from what I can yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, I've yep. slept since then, so, you know. Yeah. Well, he, uh, you know, pitched a little over five. Um, did give up nine hits, uh, but uh, got the win. And, uh, you know, they, they end up scoring uh, five runs. They scored a run in the first inning. The Cardinals came back and got their own run. But they scored five runs, five, in the second inning. And I couldn't watch the game because I'm blacked out in this area, which, I, which makes me absolutely furious to begin with. Uh, so, um much like I was struggling Thursday night because I've changed my – I don't have DirecTV anymore, so I've gone to MLB TV uh, mm-hmm. with the app that I can watch it anywhere. And so I was struggling last night watching on my phone. I couldn't watch it, so I had to call them, and they helped me through some things. And I could watch it on my TV, but I couldn't watch it on my phone. So, anyway, so I couldn't watch the game, but uh, I was, you know, constantly getting updates. But, but the guy at the top of the order, Ronald Acuna, off to a good start again, you know, three hits in the first game. Uh, and then – you know, they just kind of rode it out. Uh, the bullpen with Nick Anderson, Colin McHugh, and A.J. Minter, you know, finished up after Morton uh, pitched, uh, you know, his uh, five and a third. If I recall, I think he probably could have gone longer. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, but you don't want to run into any trouble uh, in any time. And so the bullpen was able to come in and finish things up. Uh, and, uh, you know, Morton ends up getting the win. So, uh, that's a, that was a good thing, but uh, but Ronald with another good game, three for four with three RBIs. Uh, that's uh, that's a good thing. Um, speaking of Colin McHugh, he is on the uh, IL now for yep. 15 days. Uh, yep. Shoulder tightness. Yeah, shoulder inflammation. Um, and you know what? That's okay too. Um, 
again, he, he pitched a lot last year. Uh, mm. So, um, you know, with the bullpen makeup that, that it is, um, we'll be okay. Uh, you know, again, I want him pitching uh, July, August, and September. So if he yep. spends a little bit of time on the injured list, uh, Colin McHugh is very, very, very important. Um, mm. I think he is uh, one of the more important uh, guys out of that bullpen, um, you know, like A.J. Minter. Uh, you know, Iglesias right now is on the injured list. Uh, I think he's going to be close to being ready. Uh, so, uh, you know, it just gets better when you bring when – you, when you add back in Colin McHugh, who can come in and pitch the seventh inning for you. You add in A.J. Minter, who can pitch the eighth or the ninth, depending on which way you want to go, and then you throw in Iglesias. It just makes it add up like what the Yankees used to have back many, many years ago uh, when they finished up um, not even with Mariano Rivera. Uh, I believe they had John Wetland at the time. Rivera came in, pitched the eighth, and Wetland pitched the ninth. You know, so uh, – and, and the dot, and the Yankees were – get it to the seventh inning, and I'm going to bring my bullpen in, and we're going to go seven, eight, nine, and we're going to beat you. Uh, and I mm-hmm. think that's what – if if Snickard could do the same. But I, I think Colin McHugh – uh, is is very important guy to pitch the seventh, uh, or with the number of pitches that he that he doesn't throw, he could pitch the sixth and the seventh. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's important. Uh, but uh, let's let's get healthy for, for sure. Definitely. Yep. Rule from back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Well, we can move on to Tuesday. The Braves win that game four to one. Um, Dylan died. Can, I mean, five innings. Yeah. No runs. Uh, yeah, five innings. Um, you know, six hits, gave up an earned run, uh, just oh. one. Did strike out three. Uh, that earned run coming in the fourth. Uh, okay, I didn't but, see but that. yeah, but but a but a very good a, a very good outing. Uh, Chavez, you know, then they go with Chavez, Jimenez, Dylan Lee, Kirby Yates, and, and A.J. Minter to finish up the game. Uh, mm. But you couldn't have asked for any better game from Dylan Dodd, that's for sure. I think he had the Cardinals off balance, uh, much like when we talk about uh, Bryce Elder, the same thing. I think he had him off balance uh, all day. Uh, and that's, uh, that's a good thing. Cardinals struggling right now a little bit and scoring runs. Uh, and... Um, you know, and they've got probably one of the better defenses, although I think the Braves right now uh, have the best defense. Uh, you know, you know, they've got uh, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. They're uh, gold glovers at third base and first base. And we got mm-hmm. Austin Riley and Matt Olson, gold glovers at third base and first base. We got Ozzie Albies, who's another gold glover. So, you know, I, I think uh, they're struggling right now scoring runs. Uh, their division is not the greatest, uh, so mm-hmm. I think they'll be okay. Um, their pitching, I think, is going to be a problem uh, for them over the course, and it always has been because it seems like um, any GM they get never goes after the pitching guys, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they have a bunch of no-names that they seem to be able to, um, you know, get everything out of, and that's the way that's been over the last many, many years. Uh, whether it was, uh, you know, Joe Torrey, who was a manager a few years ago, um, or it was, um, you know, Whitey Herzog, uh, whoever managers you go back to, uh, they, they seem to be able to get 
kind of like Bill Belichick does with the no-name players, uh, mm-hmm. you know, be able to get everything out of them. And, and uh, that's kind of the way they are. And, um, you know, they've got a kid uh, in, in there uh, that, that's getting a start right now um, in um, uh, uh, Jordan Walker, who they have really high hopes on. Um, so that, yeah, that could add, uh, to, to some of them, but, uh, but I don't know, you know, they're, they're high on a lot of guys, uh, Edmund and Carlson and, and, uh, you even throw in the candy bar maker, uh, Lars Newt bar. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, they're, they're high on those guys, but, um, you know, right now they're, they're just struggling. So, and you know what, it's early and that's okay. Early is, is it, um, uh, you know, Cardinal fans are, um, you know, they're, they're not eccentric. Uh, they're, they are, they do love their team, but, uh, you know, they, they, uh, give everybody plenty of chances. And so, uh, the no, no panic just yet. Let's put it that way. But I think pitching is going to be part of the problem. And you know, the bullpen can throw a thousand miles an hour. They've got several guys down there that can throw hard. So, uh, you know, that's good. I just need the starters. Uh, and, mm. you know, even in that game, Stephen Matt, uh, you know, it seemed like all the time giving up hits, giving up hits, giving up hits, and scoring runs. Uh, you know, even though he only walked one guy, but he did strike out seven. But it seemed like the Braves had a lot of people on base uh, and, and was able to, to punch runs home. Um, the Braves ended up scoring four. Um, who do you think had a good game? Who, these last two games, who do you think had the best of the – well, four of the, we'll go to that in the series. Um, sorry. Got a brain. No. Um, Travis, yeah. So we move on uh, you know, to Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, yep. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was, was going to say, moving on to Wednesday, you talk about Bryce Elder pitching. Um, I, I, Again, I can't watch the game, so I'm, I'm listening to it as I'm driving around. And, uh, you know, we got off to a great start, got the three runs in the first inning, a run in the second inning, and a run in the fourth, uh, which helped. Um, but Bryce Elder, six innings. Uh, and – he did walk three guys, which, you know, that, that wasn't too troubling. Um, but, uh, you know, six innings, and it seemed to me like from what I could hear, because I had to listen, I was listening on uh, my radio in the car, uh, my XM, so I was having to listen to the Cardinal guys, which I like those guys. They're, they're, uh, they're good. John Rooney and, and um, uh, Ricky Horton, um, mm-hmm. I believe that's who it is. Isn't it? Um, anyway, um, whoever it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, those guys are pretty good. Uh, so uh, I was listening to them. It seemed like what they were talking about was that Bryce Elder had him off balance all day. Um, uh, with you know, he doesn't throw it 100 miles an hour. He doesn't throw it 75 miles an hour. But it seemed that mix-up in speeds had the Cardinals off balance all day. Uh, and it mm. seemed like when he needed a strikeout, he got it uh, in a tough situation or got a double, got a, a double play or something. Uh, great catch by Michael Harris out in center. Uh, and, and one of those, I believe, that either Goldschmidt or Arenado uh, hit the ball hard, uh, and uh, Harris made a great catch. So, you know, um, it was, uh, uh, you know, it was a good series. But, uh, you know, hats off to Bryce Elder once again, pitching a good game. Um, and, you know, you go back to last season, and, uh, you know, down the stretch, uh, he was fantastic, might have had a game here or there, but down the stretch, he was fantastic, and he just continues that fine work once again, trying to earn that spot. Where are you going to earn that spot at? I have no idea, but he's trying. He's trying his best. Now, um, so 
we got a little nervous um, when he walks the first batter on four pitches after getting a three-run lead. And Joe yeah. Simpson was like, that's not what you really want to do. And then he, he was wiped out after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that's – yeah, I, I thought the same thing because I was a little worried in that first inning because, you know, you're facing um, – you know, you're facing some good – some very good hitters in that first inning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was Donald – I believe it was Donovan that he walked. He, he picked up two walks on the day. And then Burleson. Then you got Contreras, Goldschmidt, and Arenado. Uh, so, you know, those are, are – uh, that's uh, some uh, pretty good stuff, you know, there. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, <laughs> you, you never – you never know. Uh, and walking that first guy, um, you know, you're thinking, okay, we just gave you a three-run lead and you go out and you walk the first guy. You know, as a hitter, as a fielder, you know, that's one of those where you wish you had multiple walks to the mound. Uh, as a as an infielder, like the first baseman, go to the mound and talk to the pitcher and say, "Look, let's go." You know, we just gave you a three run lead. You want to play in these big leagues? Let's go, let's go. So anyway, get out of the inning uh, pretty easily, um, and uh, lo and behold, uh, he goes on and he was lights out. But again, I think he had them off balance all day, uh, and that's a good thing. He's not going to burn it up there. He's not going to throw it up there ninety miles an hour. Uh, but uh, you know. Lo and behold, Bryce Elder gets him a gets him a win and goes uh, six innings, and uh, that's that's a good thing. The bullpen, uh, you know, finished it up for him. So, um, you know, it's it's good stuff. I, I'm 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 proud of him. Uh, I think uh, you know he he's got to play somewhere. It's just a crowded rotation right now. Oh yeah. Um, I got to give props to the local kid uh, Jordan Walker from Decatur, yeah. Georgia, first yeah. home run against his hometown club. I, I got to, you know, I got to get props. And then he hit the double to, you know, grab in another run. So, he yeah. had both RBIs on Wednesday in a 5-2 loss to the Braves. So, yeah. I got to get him. Yeah, um, no, you know, hats off. Hats off to him. Um, I know that uh, they're, they're, they're expecting, you know, big things uh, from him. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully he lives up to that uh, reputation. Um, haven't had uh, as much of a hype coming out of their farm system probably since Albert Pujols maybe came out many, many years ago. Uh, so uh, hopefully this kid lives up to the expectations uh, as uh, that next uh, great star there in uh, St. Louis. And I tell you, if he does, the St. Louis fans will absolutely love him to death. Uh, yep. I mean, he'll be like um, – you know, he'll be like royalty. He'll be treated like royalty. I've said that all along. If you ever go to St. Louis to play, uh, and, and then no offense to Atlanta or anything, any others, but if you ever go to St. Louis to play, they will treat you like royalty, uh, and you might not want to ever leave. Uh, I don't <laughs> know why guys want to leave. You no, know, I can understand why Albert Pujols left a few years ago. Uh, the Cardinals were uh, <clears throat> were only, you know, maybe willing to go five years and, and he got a 10-year deal in Anaheim uh, for a lot more money. Uh, wisely, the Cardinals, you know, only doing uh, a five-year deal. And I think that's, you know, a lot of – the Cardinals have always also been very fiscally responsible. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like what the Braves have tried to do um, uh, here these last few years and trying to keep their stars, trying to sign them to longer-term deals, maybe for not as much money, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe longer deals. Uh, to where they're they're guaranteed that money, 
the Cardinals have always been that away too. They've been very physically responsible. They have a, a, a pretty good farm system, but they use their farm system. But but those guys, their fans love them. I mean, they are absolutely uh, treated like royalty. And uh, you, like I said, you you get to St. Louis and you play whether it's a trade or whether whatever it is, and you don't want to leave because they love you. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give you my standout for this series. All right. And see what you think. Good. Matt Olson. Yeah. Yeah. He had a great He was on series. fire. I think, uh, I can't remember what game it was. Um, he had a home run and a double and then another double. <laughs> back to back uh, plate appearances. Hey, sorry about that. Uh, technical issues. What can you do with them? Well, and it was on my end. I knew I was computer getting to pull it up things and and uh so we were talking about matt olson though in the series that he had uh which was a, a fabulous series he struggled a little bit in that first series but um you know we expect matt olson to uh have a good game uh, not only uh, offensively but defensively but we expect it defensively especially so but yeah matt olson that's a that's a good choice uh for that uh top guy in that cardinal series the one moment i remember is he he had a Home run and then a double and then another double. Back to back yeah. play, uh, play the pitchers. Exactly. In the the first two innings of somewhere in there he had like a home run, then he had a double, or double and home run, mm-hmm. whatever. And then he came back with a double. So so yeah. Um, you know, couldn't couldn't ask for any better and uh, uh that's uh that's that's what we expect. We expect uh, the that uh, that kind of play and um again, um good stuff out of Matt Olson. Um Moving on to Thursday night against the Padres, and this is a this is going to be a really good series. I, I can feel it um, between these two because these two teams are highly competitive, and this was a really back and forth intense game. Um, yeah, well, the well, winning... yeah I, I think you end up winning seven six there in the ninth inning. But I think what you're looking at is maybe two teams that uh, future playoff implications. Uh, oh two yeah. Teams that, that I think uh, you're going to see the Padres uh, battling it out in the West. Um, you're going to see the Braves battling it out in the East. And these two guys could potentially be meeting somewhere along the way uh, to be able to go to that next step. Maybe it's that final series before you go to the World Series. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, there's, uh, you know, Padres, they definitely have improved even more so than what they did last year, especially at the trading deadline, you know, picking up Xander Bogart, uh, you know, you, you, you wonder, and then re-signing, uh, you know, um, re-signing uh, their, uh, their t- other than Juan Soto, uh, who they're trying to work on, but re-signing Manny Machado uh, to mm-hmm. uh, an extension or another big deal, whatever, because he opted out of his. So, uh, you know, they, they got it. They, you know, you got Soto, Machado, uh, Bogarts, all up at the top. Uh, Cronworth there, too, as well. Uh, and then they've got a, a lot of other guys thrown in between. You know, with Matt Carpenter, who had a, a former Cardinal, who uh, had a home run last night that ended up giving them the lead uh, on, you know, with his uh, three-run homer. Uh, but the mm-hmm. Braves ended up quickly taking it back. So, uh, yeah. I mean, and Juan Soto's not having a great year either. So you you hope that 
that is uh, not the case. I hope that continues the case until after we leave uh, or they leave. Uh, so, now, but yeah, they're they're a good team. They're a really good team. Really good team. He did make an impressive catch last night, though. He did. I was hoping to. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, that's getting down. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna take the lead again, and and uh, <laughs> he made a great catch. I mean, he got it right before it hits the ground. Uh, and uh, you know, we would have. I think after the the, um, the the rough inning by Kirby Yates, we come back and uh, ended up, you know, putting a couple of runs on the board uh, to tie it there in the eighth. Uh, you know, I was just thinking, okay. One run at a time, you know. That's all we, we can do. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, okay, we got two outs. Let's just let's get a run, and then we get a run, and then we get another run. And and I'm like, okay, now we're talking. And then I'm thinking, all right, we're gonna get another run. And and uh, yeah, he made a very impressive catch. But that's what he is. That's what he does. That's that's Juan Soto. And and he's gonna get a big salary somewhere along the way. I just don't know if I'm San Diego if I can afford to have. Three guys on my team that are making, um, you know, well, well above two hundred something million dollars a year, you know, <laughs> or two hundred million dollars in the course of their contract. So uh, right. that's that's a lot. Uh, that's that's a lot. So, uh, but if I had one guy to, to that I want to keep, that's probably the guy I want to keep right there. Yeah. Um, speaking of impressive catches, what what game was it that Michael Harris made the? Like that was Wednesday. Grab at the wall. Yeah, yeah, that was Wednesday. Okay, it was Wednesday. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, Goldschmidt or Arenado, I can't remember which one hit it. Uh, and he, yeah, he climbs the wall and and uh, makes the catch, uh, saving. I think was a home run, to be honest with you. Uh, oh but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, made a great catch, and that's again, uh, that's Michael Harris. He's just flashy out there. He's got speed and and got a good glove. So, um, but yeah. What is a good catch? Good catch. Um, the Braves, um, like you said, they it was two nothing, and then the the Cardinals took the lead on a three run homer by Matt Carpenter. Um, yeah. and then was it Arcia that tied it up with a home, a solo shot? Yeah, um, he had one. Um, we actually so they take the lead at at the three to two. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Arcia's homer came in the third. Um. And then the Braves end up coming back and scoring two runs in the uh, bottom of the fourth. So they go okay. they go back up four to three. Um, and then, um, uh, you know, Padres came back and get a run in the sixth uh, that tied it up at four apiece and then get those two runs in the eighth. Uh, you know, you thought Kirby Yates might get out of that inning. Um, and – you know, he walked the first two guys. Looked like he couldn't even throw the ball up there, to be honest with you. Came back and got a pop out, then came back and got a strikeout, and then um, had a wild pitch. He was well on his way to getting the third out. Had a wild pitch, run scored. Uh, Padres took the lead, and then a uh, a bunt on two strikes by the batter, which was a great bunt. Laid it down the line, and um, you know, Yates throws it away. Run was going to score anyway, but he let the runner get all the way to third. Uh, that right. could have been a, a problem, but he ends up getting out of the inning, which was fine. And then the Braves end up coming back uh, and and getting back those two runs in the eighth inning, uh, and then in the ninth inning, uh, Rosario uh, getting a big hit, uh, and then uh, Arcia getting uh, the the game winning hit that uh, uh, put the Braves ahead. Now, 
you know, I know we've talked about the, the sword stop battle, Arcia yeah. versus Humank versus Grissom, but Arcia yeah. has more than earned his spot, I, I believe, right as of right now. Yeah, I I I, I agree. Uh, you know, Vaughn Grissom's having a great year down in in uh, Gwinnett too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I agree, he has. Um, you know, three for four last night. A uh, couple of hit, you know, a couple of runs scored, a couple of RBIs, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Um, he he is uh, playing very well, uh, and um, you know, right now, uh, if it's not broke, the old saying, "If it ain't broke, don't fix it." And so right. we'll keep it the same. Uh, but uh, you know, any kind of struggle, any inkling of a struggle, any uh, injured list, stuff like that then I think you're going to see Vaughn Grissom back up. And, you know, as it's been in any other case where a, a player goes out and another player comes in, Vaughn Grissom could be playing to stay. Uh, he could be playing to earn back that starting job and never give it up again. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's what he's doing down in Gwinnett, at least, and, and having, a, having a good run. So we'll see. But right now, Orlando Arcia is certainly playing his way to stay at that shortstop position. And I don't think Snitker's up for making the change anyway to begin with. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll play it like this. And, uh, you know, he keeps uh, getting uh, hits in the bottom of the ninth inning uh, to win games. Then, uh, you know what? You can stay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, looking ahead, uh, as we're speaking this morning on Friday morning, um, it'll be Jared Schuster versus Martinez tonight for the Padres. I believe so, yep. And then I'm assuming they're going to throw uh, Morton tomorrow and Should be. Uh, Dodd on Sunday. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's it. You got it. You got it. So uh, you're going to see, you know, the Padres are going to see different pitchers. That's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they're going to see their lefties. They're going to see their righty. So, you know, they're going to see their fair share of different pitchers. So I just hope for – Friday night's sake, Jared Schuster comes out and um, pitches like I know Jared Schuster can pitch. Uh, oh, yeah. And just goes out there and relaxes um, and, and, and just throws, just pitches. Um, you know, that stat I want to I see less of is I want to see maybe one or two walks, uh, but not five or six walks. Uh, so get me, uh, you know, get me less walks, uh, get me more – uh, you know, more of other stuff. you got a great defense out there mm-hmm. uh, that can back you up. So uh, just throw the ball. Walks will get you in trouble every single time. Uh, you know, with nobody on base, it's hard to hit for a, a grand slam home run. Uh, right. You know, all you're looking at is one run if you hit the homer. That's it, one. Uh, right. But when you get start getting guys on base, you start looking at two or three run homers. Uh, you know, just throw the ball. Keep people off the base pass. Uh, do your job, and that's that's all you can ask. Um. Now, I'm not familiar with uh, Martinez, or who are the other pitchers this weekend for the? Uh, you know Padres? what? I haven't. I have not even looked that far ahead, John. Um. I I'm not even for sure. Uh. Who who the others are? I forgot to write them down. I'm so sorry. Um. um let me try to look it up here. I know this is a great podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Um, mind that I'm, mind that I'm using doesn't, uh, doesn't go that far ahead. 
honestly. Uh-huh. So um, that's the bad part. <laughs> I'm ex- I'm expect. I guess I'm I'm assuming we're going to see you Darvish in there somewhere. But then again, uh, that that's not going to work. What do I know, though, right? There we go. Let's see. I'm trying a different app because my first app didn't work. Yeah. I got you. Uh, Michael Walker. Yeah, Michael Walker. That's right. Tomorrow. I remember that. Yep. Yep. Former Cardinal. He was with the Cardinals for a while, wasn't he? Yep. Yep. You got it. Yep. And then on Sunday. Um, let's see. S. Lugo? Yeah. Don't know. Not, don't know that name. Yep. Um, I know Julio Lugo. Yeah. Julio Lugo, <laughs> bro. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not him, though. And the then way. on on Monday, before we uh, reconvene on the podcast, on Monday, um, the Reds. Well, they're playing the Reds at home. The Reds. Yes. And... Ed Morlow's favorite team. Yeah, and guess what? I can't watch that game either. Okay. Probably, probably not. Yeah, no. Uh, Reds and the Cards, I get blacked out on. So, not understanding why, but Cincinnati's a little farther than St. Louis is, by the way. So. Overton. So, yeah. And I believe it'll roll back around um, to. Um, well, roll back around to Spencer Strider. No, it'll be. Um, whose will it be? Uh, Strider, I think. Who? I think Strider. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I was going to say, will it roll back around to Spencer Strider Monday? I think, I think so. Um, so speaking of Cincinnati, and I know this might be not, uh, interesting to most of our guests or listeners. This is interesting to me. So you and Murray, okay. Cincinnati is closer to Canada than you are. They're closer to you. Yeah, I know. Um, my kid was in Cincinnati last weekend, as a matter of fact, uh, for uh, a scholarship thing. And, and uh, yeah, he's about uh, somewhere in the five, six-hour range, which is mm-hmm. uh, what, uh, four, five, six hours, which puts me um, – I am from Truist Field – I am about five hours, a little over five hours away. When it was Turner Field, I was six because it was on the other side of Atlanta, uh, so mm-hmm. uh, the city of. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a little over five hours from, from you, uh, but I'm a little about in that neighborhood to Cincinnati. Um, mm-hmm. In St. Louis, I'm about three and a half hours. Uh, so, oh. you know, I can understand being blacked out. I don't understand Major League Baseball's rules anyway for blackouts. Um, you know, if I am not at the game an hour before, um, you know, I'm not going to the game, okay? I'm mm-hmm. going to sit at home and watch it if I can. So why mm-hmm. am I blacked out? Um, so same way with Cincinnati. I've never been to Cincinnati, although Great American Ballpark looks like fun, whatever, I've never been. So I, I don't understand uh, why I'm getting two, uh, two blackouts. So um, anyway, um, 
and this is why we lose people. You know, you lose fans is because you can't watch. You know, the games. So right. Anyway. Did, anyway. Did and you I'm, see the bill that? Did you see the bill that uh, I think is they're trying to pass in Iowa where there's no blackouts? Yeah, I would love that. Um, <laughs> you know, and and sadly enough, I'm even paying MLB TV, which is owned mm-hmm. by MLB. Okay, right. That's what I've got this year, and I still right. can't get all the games. You know, so anyway, I'm Just, I'm going to harp on that for as long as I can because <laughs> they're going to continue doing those stupid things like that. Um, you know, I can understand an hour away from St. Louis, an hour away from Cincinnati. I can understand that. But mm. six hours away, five hours, three and a half, whatever, I'm not hopping right over there at six o'clock in the afternoon and going to a ball game. You know? No. So, anyway, we um, digress, and we probably should end this thing before we get in on a before I get on a soapbox, right? If you're, uh, I just want to say this one more thing, and uh, I'm done. Yeah. If you're yeah. in Iowa, you know you're you're blocked out from Kansas City. Yeah. Chicago, I believe Minnesota. Um. Cincinnati and St. Louis. Yeah. As long like, as I'm, you know, this is why in Iowa, as long as I'm not blacked out from watching Caitlin Clark play, I would say that would be a win. Okay. So um, that could be you know, another I, podcast for another day. I, I, I gotta, I gotta get those. I gotta get that topic discussed with you. But I think <laughs> this is a very podcast. And, you got uh, that right. Yeah, I think right. our fans would wonder why we're talking about women's college basketball on a Braves podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right. That is correct. Oh well. Good enough. <laughs> right. Well, this is. We've been here for about an hour. I've taken up a lot of your your time, fans. Um. Jeremy, that's about all I got for uh, the podcast. You got anything for in closing no, I'm, today? I'm I'm good. A good win Thursday night, and uh, let's let's go get us another series. Two out of two, uh, the last two series, we've uh, been able to win, and uh, that's uh, what makes you six and one on the year. So well, let's just hope they can get the game in tonight. It's supposed to be a lot of rain down here in Atlanta, so thankfully yeah, the, the field has a lot of draining. Yeah, I, yeah. Let's let's uh, you know. I think it was that concern on Wednesday in St. Louis, too. So, yeah, hopefully uh, you guys stay safe down there. We will do that. Um, well, guys, you can get the show on iTunes, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, any other listening platforms that you may find. Uh, you can follow us. Um, Kyle is on Twitter. Um, he's not here because he had a family vacation. And yep. he was not able to join, get out of an obligation. Um, and I do not know how to spell his username because, well, my phone reads it very well. weird. <laughs> um, and if you guys haven't figured out yet, I am blind. <laughs> so, yes. Um, um, Jeremy, you're on Facebook. I am. You can just follow me. I'm Jeremy Bell on Facebook. I am at F3 Motley Crew. Um, and the show Twitter is at Ethos Waves. Um, thanks for listening. Um, really appreciate you guys listening. And um, as always, go Braves.